Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that that sideline to sideline sent you. talk about it 3a style hello everybody terry bennett grant goodwin here sideline to sideline the 3a edition brought to you by si design and printing right here on l4 media how you doing buddy doing great on this second round playoff night we got the playoff tree yeah we got the playoff tree we were supposed to get it last week but uh it didn't come till actually yesterday morning we had one the year before what happened to that one? <laughs> it was a janky one. Yeah, nobody even saw it. I think I put a picture online. It was blue. I actually liked the color of it. It was blue, but you had to put the lights on, and then the stand broke. And Yeah, blue is kind of tacky for a tree, though. No, it was perfect cowboy no, blue. actually want white lights. Next time, we're going to do I white, hate white lights. lights. I hate white lights. Well, you're just Marshall, dumb, Marshall, back in the 80s, created that Wonderland oh, yeah. of Lights real big. Mm-hmm. It, it, well, it's ebbed and flowed since then, but for a long time, it was really big. Mm-hmm. And it was all white lights. I hate that. I, I like them. I, I like them. I like the, the the lights that are not white. I don't want to say the other word because you'll turn it around on me. That's how you do. Anyway, I don't. What, what do I do? I'm just don't, don't even bring it up. It's uh, cool though. LEDs. I love new technology. Like not necessarily the LEDs, but the clapper. <laughs> yeah, I put the some of Who our. Who would ever thought they'd had that twenty years ago? Now, one thing cool about the LEDs though is I could put that hat on top and it doesn't get hot. If that was an old tree, because that's a star underneath it. If that was an old tree, mm-hmm. we'd have to. I'd have to take the hat off. Stars at, are hot. Well, back in the day, the heat from the light. Let's go back to stars though. Astronomy. Oh, I meant the, the Dallas sun. stars. Starts pretty good too. Yeah, they are 10, 3, and 1 right now. I don't watch hockey during football. Dude, we're in a renaissance of Dallas sports all of a sudden. Cowboys should make the playoffs. Mavericks are surprisingly nine nine and two i'm sitting courtside sunday yes, night for you the, become uh, a, you become a maverick fan i am but like, i don't talk basketball and baseball and hockey during football season you don't you don't talk because you know why? why because i'm a red-blooded american texan what are you petting over there this uh this uh special texas ranger hat that says something about well let me hang on let me read it huh they want some kind of tournament it appears <laughs> The sad thing is you're almost as much of an Astro fan as you are. Not anymore. Not anymore. I used to be. Yeah, I grew up in both. In fact, if if I were to do my top five teams as a kid of all sports, Uh 1986 Houston Astros would be up there because they were a fun watch. Anyway. Oh, yeah, with that guy that with the bat that was really good <laughs> that was awesome hey i know that team hey at least my la- my laugh isn't as bad as it was last week no it's i'm getting a little bit i'm on antibiotics like two packs a day yeah i'm yeah. only on two blocks it packs tupac <laughs> i'm like Jada. what's with the uh why am i wearing these because of so uh and you're if wearing you, if you don't cool. know last week i what these aren't cool these are eight the, those are cool i love the retro that's why i got them in fact the old stand that we had they just didn't work retro yeah, they're more of a retro old look, like the old 70s hypo, uh, whatever you call those. Now, part of the reason I'm wearing these cheap earbuds is, again, uh, if you don't know, if you can't tell by my voice, I've been sick. I'm on antibiotics. I have bronchitis. And wearing those for a while actually starts to make my head thump. So and I had I'll to probably get bronchitis within the week. I mean, you. Thank you. I've had it for two trips now, and you're good. So maybe you're. Man, that's one thing I've learned. You know, this being a little older than me. 
back in the day, it felt like you get a cold on Monday. You were back on the ready to go on Wednesday. Now, man, a cold and two weeks later, I'm still struggling. Are you going to lay out on me now? All right. I'm not laying out on you. Let's Just don't bring up. understand the, why you call me older. You are older. Uh, like a year. Three years. Maybe three. You're 52. Okay. Well, that's. I'm 48. Four years. I'm 48. Negligible. <laughs> <laughs> when you get this old yeah we, that, we're years, all the same yeah that. you're you know you're not wrong about that you, we're all about the same anyway it comes up on the board now the class 3a division one playoff bracket because that's what we're going to talk and we're going to start where we always start and that's out in region one dalhart eight and three versus paradise ten and one that game is friday 6 p.m Vernon Lions Stadium. I well, can't... Vernon's getting a lot of playoff games all, all of a sudden. They had two last week. Uh, they got what two this week? Maybe yes. I know uh, at least one back on to this back. One. Yeah, they back to back games. We're about to talk about. That's the thing. You and I were talking off the air. Now, if you don't know, uh, if you're new to our shows, Thanksgiving is our big playoff. We try to, and we have the last few years where we're at as many games as we can be on. Like we leave either late Thursday night or early Friday morning, and we don't come back till Sunday afternoon. And we're going to see some three, a, some four, a, and this is usually the first round. We might check out a Duncanville cause they usually kind of play in the same area. And so we were talking off the air about state stadiums, not getting games like they used to. One of the, positive is you start getting other stadiums like Vernon. It all depends on how these regions fall. Yeah. Uh, it, it's not about like somebody was like, well, why didn't they go here anymore? They must not like it. Well, no, it's just that used to be in the middle of two teams and now it's not, but another stadium is, and that's Vernon. Uh, I can't, I'm sorry, right off the top of my head. I can't see that. Uh, I can't see who, who was it that Dalhart beat last week? I know it was an upset. Uh, Dalhart beat Denver city. Yes. Thank 40, you. Uh, 28, I think it was. Thank you. Like that's, that. that's the one I could not see on the bracket because so I have it. Dalhart's coming in uh, at eight and three against Paradise, ten and one. Dalhart Dow, has Kyler Reed at quarterback, seventeen hundred yards passing, twelve hundred yards rushing, and uh, so very dangerous uh, dual threat quarterback. Right. The yes. problem is they are facing a, a Paradise team with one of the most dangerous dual threat quarterbacks and all of class three A in Austin Iglesias. That guy is arguably one of the best football players in all of class three A. Oh, and then the paradise defense only allows eight and a half points a game on average. So I have uh, just in one of those fortunate things where I have had three of the coaches that I do coaches show play paradise, Brock Mm -hmm. Munster and Millsap. And none of them would want to play him again, right? No, but Brock will have to. But all three of them said the same thing. Austin Iglesias is amazing. But that young linebacker core of Kobe Dickens and Blaine Watson mm-hmm. are just almost unstoppable. Yeah. A- and that defense gets lost in in what they're doing offensively. Yeah, their defense was great last year. Yes. And, and the, even in their loss, they were good against Brock. Brock got a you know a special teams touchdown of that 26 points yeah. and another special teams return and a turnover return that weren't touchdowns, but put Brock deep into Paradise territory. Uh what they've done to Whitesboro. Uh, to Millsap, to Munster, to Godley. And I know Godley ended up not turning out to be what we thought they were, but at the beginning of the year, Godley was thought to be a three or four round team and, and they held them to eight. So I like, I like what Dallard has done this year, but paradise is that they got that chip back on their shoulder from that Brock Austin. and they're lo- using it. Right. And I think they roll. I don't even think this is close. No, I don't either. I think paradise wins this one going away. They'll take the win on the winner of Bushland and Whitesboro being played Thursday uh, over in Vernon, yeah. uh, give me the ten and one uh, Bushland Falcons over Whitesboro. Whitesboro with the nice win last week over Jim Ned, thirty five thirty four. But I don't think that carries over against uh, <laughs> Bushland and this quarterback and a defense that's very underrated. Now, but give four three a credit once again. Uh, they were a Peaster goal line. Uh, going forward on fourth down and, and failing to sweeping once again. And and I mean, we've got still got three of them alive, but I, I think there are teams that can score on Bushland like a paradise. What Whitesboro does offensively, I think Bushland can play defensively. Bushland struggles when they play big teams that will push them around. I don't think Whitesboro is one of those. And teams. there's not many in that 
this region, I think, that really pushes them around a whole lot uh, early. I think next week, early. Yeah, I think next week early. they face one of them. Yeah, if they, it happens. Yeah, like absolutely that. they do. But just early in the first yeah, two no, rounds. No, I agree. And, and we both have Bushland winning this game. And, and I think it can be close early, but mm-hmm. I think Bushland ends up stretching this out. Yeah. Uh, Clyde 10-1 and one versus Shallow Water 6-5, and five, 4 p.m. Abilene Shotwell Stadium. I'm going to say it right now. Give me Shallow Water. Okay. I'm going Clyde, but I can definitely see your point here. Uh, again, Peaster, a team that started coming together late in the year. Uh, Trevor Owens' offense, running that old Mickey Owens, you know, slot T, for, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a slot T, sometimes a little wing T uh, schemes. More uh, of a wing T. Yeah, it's, it's it, yeah, you're right. Because they don't do a lot of the the rush to the line. And the they, flex bone, maybe. Oh, that, there you go. I think that's actually what it was. Uh, yeah. Top of my head. Uh, you know, Shallow Water, we talked about, they started the year 0-3, losses to Monahans. speaking of, Seminole and Hereford. That Hereford loss, of course, doesn't look bad now. Then they lost back-to-back in district. And that Dalhart one was a little bit concerning. Uh, but look, Dalhart's in the second round. So at some point, you got to give that as a quality loss because it was 21 to 14. Clyde struggled a little bit last week, yeah, right? Yeah, against Peaster. And, and, yeah. and we've talked about it. And this is not a knock on Clyde. It's just when you're a team that haven't been there in a while, and Clyde hasn't been there in a while, a long while, you either do one of two things. You either run through the playoffs, and Clyde could still do that, or you get a learning experience after that second round and, and I, I just with how Peaster played them. And I think shallow water is a little bit bigger, a little bit older. I think this is a heck of a game, but I just don't think the Mustang season's over yet. I, I think they're still wanting to be a, 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 a it's weird to say shallow water is a dark horse, but I, I think they are now. I think they, they win. I, I, I like Clyde, but I think it's close. And I do see a scenario where shallow water does win, but give me Clyde take on the winner. Of Brock and Muleshoe, Brock eight and three, Muleshoe uh, nine and two. This is over in Angelo at uh, San Angelo Stadium on Thursday night. Uh, this has the makings of being a good game, uh, but look, <clears throat> Muleshoe's up against it defensively. I think yeah. when this Brock defensive front and that core of linebackers want to play, um, they're just going to be tough to beat. And you throw in Brody Woods is playing better at quarterback. Yeah, he's playing not only better, he's actually now playing really, really good. Oh, yeah. Brett Tutter at running back, Carson Finney at receiver. Uh, I I think Muleshoe with uh, Josu Sagala uh, and uh, Daniel Sayans, both at running back. Both of them are over, what, 1,000 yards rushing. Yeah. But I think that feeds right into the strength of Brock's defense. Yeah. I, look, last year this was 57 to 20, and we talked about it in the 2A show. I, do I, they even get to 20 this that's year? That's what I'm saying. Muleshoe might be better, but I do I, think, I think Brock Muleshoe is better. is better than they were last year. But I think Brock's – Nathan Martin's a quarterback. Yeah. But, again, I, I this Brock defensive front is so good. Yeah, I, I think Brock ends up winning it pretty comfortably. All right, let's go to Region 2. I, I had told you off the air, I'm, so we're not going on a game together this week. I, I'm going to wait and see how I am. I might just sit it out and watch I on TV. I think I'm going to uh, – Jimmy and I are going to – actually, well, so Thursday I might be going over and seeing Grandview and uh, Pottsboro That's gonna and be a Mesquite good and then um, – Heading out to Pittsburgh for uh, Hooks and Dangerfield. That's going to be a good one. I had said I was. I might go to the Bells game. I might go to the Winsboro game. It's the one that's in Kaufman, Norville Field. Okay. Uh, Winsboro, Winsboro, ten and zero versus Teague, eight and three, seven p.m. Friday. And, and and if I feel better, one of the reasons I want to go to this one is, I think Teague is good enough defensively to give Winsboro some issues, not beat them, but give them some issues. I would have. Agreed with that until I saw them for one quarter Winsboro yeah. against Hooks. Let me tell you, this Winsboro team, dude, with Car- uh, Kyler Finney, a quarterback, he's got two receivers. Oh, yeah. That can go up and get it. Uh, Winsboro's outscored their opponents 514 to 96. I think that Teague team is cute, but when they get against a Winsboro team, Winsboro is the real deal. Winsboro is one of the best teams that I've seen in 3A Division One so far this year. And granted, it was only for about a quarter, but I, I am very, very impressed with this Winsboro team. I think Winsboro wins this one going away. I think it honestly. eventually is going away too, but I do think Teague is athletic enough on the back end that if they can really get some, good defense. And, and yeah, they, you know, 
the four shutouts on the year. Uh, they did give up 35 to Malakoff, but Malakoff does different. What, what them and Winsboro do. Now, I will say this. I, th- I do think the thing that we we don't talk enough about because we talk about the, the passing game is that offensive line for Winsboro is pretty big. Yeah. And they if they need to, their I think they can move. Their defensive fronts and their pretty defense big, fronts too. For, to, that's kind of the same big. guys. Yeah, well, yeah, we're at yeah. that level where you are. I, I think Winsboro wins going away, but I – I just want. I think there could be a Nick little push early. Make it a game early, yeah. Okay. But I think at, at the end of the day, I mean, we've talked about it in this region, man. It's it's a great region, but it's. I mean, well, anyway, we'll get to it. Tatum six and four versus Whitney ten and one Friday seven p.m. Dallas Kincaid Stadium. That's a again. That's a stadium that has kind of not been in the rotation for four a three and two a last few years. It looks like it's getting back into very underrated sta- uh, stadium. I like it. Uh, Dude, I'm telling you what, man, Tatum's starting to get high. And if Cole Watson is playing, I, I think it takes Played a lot. last week. Yeah, I'm, I'm so saying, but it takes a lot to beat Cole Watson when it comes to the playoffs. It it does. <clears throat> and let me tell you this, Whitney 10 and 1, their defense allows only about 15 points a game. Yep. And they're not going to, so if you see them, they're not going to blow you away. Like you're not going to look at them when they line up and go, Oh my God, this defense is just going to destroy everybody. But this defense is so much better than what I saw against Pottsboro last year in that playoff game. Mm -hmm. When I, I I always joke about you and Lindell and, and Needville, how it was a high scoring game and everybody else is all excited. And you're texting me going, this sucks. And that's how I was texting you last year. Like, dude, this isn't even fun because you, there was, it was kickoff three play score, kickoff mm-hmm. three play score. And, and at times there was no defense Whitney this year, not the same, but you could also say, eh, you know, Outside of their one loss, they haven't played the toughest schedule. And in that one loss, they gave up 40 points. So that's why I think Tatum, and we know Tatum can score. I think this is a track meet, not as bad as last year versus Pottsboro. I, I just I, I just feel like Tatum wins this game. I, I'm picking Tatum, too. I think wow. by records, you would call Whitney. this an upset. Oh, right? yeah, I think it's an upset. But, yeah, I'm taking Tatum in this one. Yeah, I, I just feel like Cole Watson and, and, a, and a just a, an offense all the way around that j- just and, can. Hey, that, you know, that Tatum defense only gave up like seven points last week. I know um, uh, Commerce scored 21, but yeah, it was, uh, it one was, of those was a defensive score and then maybe a special team yes. score. So this Tatum defense, look, Commerce isn't the greatest offense, but but they weren't terrible. No, they weren't terrible. And for a Tatum team that has struggled yeah. the, the last two years to to figure out the new system and kind of get into it, uh, you know, holding you know holding Jefferson a couple weeks go to twenty one points that was huge. Yeah, I mean, I know yeah. Jefferson got beaten the first round, but Jefferson has a, a running back that had that's what had been giving Tatum problems. And again, I think it's a shootout though. Uh, but I, I think Tatum wins in the slide upset. All right. Here's a mat- rematch of a state championship game. A few years ago, Grandview 10 and one versus Pottsboro nine and two at Mesquite Memorial. That's where Pottsboro played last year when I saw him against uh, Whitney 7 PM Thursday. Look, I, I maybe, you know, I, I, I kind of got called out on our, on our hypocrisy about it, literally talking about how what Cole Watson can do for Tatum and then saying, yeah, but Pottsboro only has one guy. Yeah, but when it's Major McBride, I mean, I, I thought Jefferson had enough to beat them. And what, what they did at times to Jefferson offense, and I know Jefferson crawled back into the game and made it a game late, but still, I, I like what they've done. But in saying that, I still think Grandview is just a better overall team. I do too, but let's go back to Pottsboro. Major McBride averaging 231 Jeez. yards a game rushing. And I think that is as a, crazy, And man. I think as a team, they're averaging like 290, so he's literally getting – Right, know. yeah. Now, Grandview 10-1, and one, and their only loss was to Malakoff 51-21. to 21. I do tend to lean towards the physicality of uh, Grandview in this one. But I think this is going to be a classic, and I think that's one of the reasons we're uh, at least me and Kevin are going out to this game maybe on Thursday. Yeah, in Mesquite. So, uh, yeah. Do I hear Alexa in the back? Yeah, I get a I get an NFL update every night at seven thirty. Sorry, y'all can't hear it. Probably we can just hear it. But anyway, um, yeah. That, I, I thought I, I heard her say your dildo or something was. Being no, that delivered. was at three. I've already put it up. Oh, you did. Yeah. Man, that thing was huge. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. I can tell the energy drinks are kicking in. Okay. Um, Mal, so I like Grandview over Pottsboro, but I think this could be a good one, though. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think this is one of the better games in Class 3 Division 1. Uh, Malakoff 11-0 versus Mount Vernon 8-3. This game is 7-30 Friday at Tyler Rose Stadium. Um, I said it last week. I think what Clayton George has done at Mount Vernon has been pretty good. I actually thought that they would backslide a little bit more. Not against him, but, I mean, they literally just kind of completely changed philosophies after having Art Browse and then Brad Aldman, you know, that Art Browse tree, and then they just completely go away from it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there can be kind of a shock, and it, and they were also losing a ton of talent. For them to be, I think, eventually 8-4 and four is a very good success story for the Tigers this year. Yeah, but it doesn't match up well. No. Uh, Ma- uh, Malikoff just, look, it is a bad matchup for a lot of teams, especially in this uh, in this region. Um, look, Malakoff eleven and zero. We talk about Malakoff's offense with Mike Jones at quarterback. Yeah. How amazing he is! Uh, what gets lost in all that talk is Malakoff's defensive prowess. They're only giving up six point six points a game on average. Yeah, Think about that. They've been 6.6. dominating. That, that that is speed, that is size, that is technique, that is all the things you want in a football team. Malakoff might be in Arlington, and when they get there, might be one of the favorites. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about that, you know, for all the talk of everybody looking at Region 3 and then Brock and Region 1 being two-time state finalists. Um, Malakoff, you know, we, we, we compared with how them in Paradise, and they kind of did the same thing, but Malakoff made that a rally and cried. It wasn't just that they got beat by Brock, but they admitted, dude, Brock out physical us. And you don't out physical a Malakoff team. Their teams beat Malakoff, but very few walk off the field going, we sure. pushed them around. Right. And they felt Brock pushed them around last year. And they're taking this personal. Yeah, now. they really are. And, and I mean, we, we, I remember talking about the game in week two. We both thought that they would beat Grandview, but we thought we, we always joked. It's always 21, 14, 21, 17. And, and I remember going back and just seeing the scores as it's happening going, Holy crap. Yeah. Like we know Grandview's good. So for them to be dominating them and they dominated them, it just tells me that Malakoff's here to stay for a long time. Yeah. All right. Wow. That was uh, region ten. three, right? Yeah. Hey, can I pat myself on the back for this one? Dieball nine and two versus Little River Academy. Nine and two Friday, 7 p.m. at Navasota's Rattler Stadium. The Bumblebees pull off the quote unquote upset against Hitch- Hitchcock last week. And we said it, or I said it, and you were close. Uh, I say me, you were like, I want to do it. I'm going to go Hitchcock, but I see why you think it. And the thing that I saw multiple times, but especially in person is, is Hitchcock's line play was just so up and down mm-hmm. and little river. We talk about Casey Mraz and all that, but little river Academy can run the ball yeah. and they can move the ball. They even moved it at times against Franklin. Now Franklin's still playing. They're still mad about Lorena a few weeks ago. So eventually they wore them down. Uh, but yeah, I, I saw it happening now in saying that, I think die ball is a tougher matchup style wise, not that Hitchcock or die ball is better than Hitchcock, but style wise, I do think die ball is a tougher matchup because they are going to be a little bit more like Franklin. They're going to run the ball between the tackles. They're going to grind you down. And we saw against Franklin, that's little rivers struggle is when they start getting pushed back, they can, they try to adjust, but they just don't have the, the horses up front against yeah. those type teams. Yeah. And, but I don't think die balls can do it enough for, for, for four quarters defensively Me can too. hold this Academy offense. This Academy offense is special this year. I like Academy winning this game by 14 points. Yeah. I was going to say one, it's one of those class. And by the way, die ball's defense is good. Uh, when, when you look on it, they gave up 28 to Franklin. They gave up 24 to Madisonville. They're two losses. Other than that, 14, 13, six, three, six, zero, nine, six, and 20. Mm-hmm. But in saying that, I, I really do think that Little River Academy, you put them in any other district, they probably win district going away. Yeah. It was just the district they're in. I think this is close early, but I think Little River Academy starts to to make a in that third and kind of like I think 14 points is perfect. Yeah. All right. They'll take on the winner of <laughs> Shepherd six and five, Franklin ten and one over in Willis on Friday. Give me Franklin all day long over uh, Shepard. Yeah, you know, we were talking about it when you looked at the brackets. You could make the case that Franklin finishing second actually gives them the one easier path in the 
in this region because the first two rounds, they will name their score against Shepard. This won't even, unless Shepard does, what was it? Anowak in the second round last year came out and tried to play keep away. Uh-huh. And, and that's, and literally gave Franklin the ball three times and they scored all three times. If they try to do that, it'll happen again. This one's going to get ugly. I don't think Shepard has the cats that I, I don't had last year. All right. Uh, Lorena nine and two taking on a nine and two uh, Palestine Westwood team uh, in Corsicana on Friday. Um, look, I know Palestine Westwood with Kavian Bryant at uh, quarterback, almost 2,000 yards passing, 720-some-odd yards rushing, taking on a Lorena team, though, that has a really good defense yep. that can limit Bryant at quarterback, kind of limit some of his output. But I don't think Westwood is ready for this offensive uh, juggernaut of the Leopards from Lorena. I mean, Caden Roberts at quarterback, Bradlin Henry, at running back, and then Jaden Porter and Jackson Generals, two of the best receiver duos in the state in 3A. Yeah, I, you know, I don't even know. This last week might have been Palestine Westwood's first playoff win uh, in history. They've only really? been like eight times. This is their eighth time. They might have won one, and I don't remember. But, I mean, we all know back in the, you know, back in the day and, and even back as a few years ago, they were a laughing stock. They were not much better than a Huntington. Yeah. Uh, and we always joke about that. I mean, you know, famously. With less tickets. With less tickets. Famously, Adrian Peterson, you know, he basically moved to the Palestine side because they didn't want to play for Westwood. They seem to be having athletes. Again, we talked about this in the 2-8. This is a learning experience game. Go watch what Lorena does. Go fig- see what the big boys do because Lorena is th- – Well, they are playing a big boy. Th- and they're rounding in the form, folks. That Franklin win, man, that just – I don't know. Lorena feels like they're on a different level, but also on a different level is Columbus 11 and 0 versus Woodville eight and three Friday. And Woodville is no walkover, man. No, but I still, I like Columbus. I like Columbus. Woodville can muck it up. See, I I agree, but I just feel like Columbus wins this by three or four touchdowns. I I think they do too, but I would not be shocked to see Woodville push Columbus. I, I think Columbus right now is playing on such a level that, if I see Columbus play like they played against Hitchcock, I don't know that anybody beats them. We forgot something. What? <laughs> he's going to hate us. Oh, he's going to hate you. We'll do it on the Flores show. Sorry. No, go ahead and name off his, uh, we'll, at we'll, least we'll, the write-ups. We'll do it coming out of the 3A Division two into the 3A Division two. Okay. All um, right. I'm sorry about that, Coach. That really, we just forgot. Um, oh, uh, he forgot, not me. <laughs> no, you looked at me because you realized it, too. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, sometimes daddy government needs to tell people to shut up. Maybe this is our way of doing that. Let's go to region four, Universal City Randolph squad. And Coach X is just a little old voter down here, isn't he? Squad. Ten and one versus Vanderbilt Industrial, seven and three, seven p.m. at Lagrange's Leopard Stadium. This is another one that's going to be a really region four has. In my opinion, yeah. three, possibly even four, but really three good games for sure. And this is one of them. Uh, the Rohawks, man, they they just feel like they're rounding into form to be there at the end of the of this region. They but do, in but look that, at industrials. Exactly. Yeah, I know they're seven and three, but look at their schedule. Yeah. Industrial well, has had one hell of a schedule. Yeah, the Cobras on the year lost to Yoakum to begin things, and they lost to Goliad, and then they lost to Edna. Now we can go All back three to three of them. Oh, still in the playoffs and in this region, mostly yeah. except for Yoakum. Um, but now we can go back to none of them were su- necessarily that close. So is it does it mean that they've learned anything or they're going to be better? Or does it mean that they're a good team, but when they play better teams, they just can't compete? Well, I do I'm think they can. Com- industrial in this one. Oh, really? I'm going to yeah. go with the Rohawks. I was about to say, I do think this game will be closer than any of those. But, man, at the end of the day, I I just think that, you know, other than that Cole loss, and Cole turned out to be a really good – they lost last week by, like, six points in a really good playoff game against uh, – I can't remember who it was. Uh, but uh, I, I just – I think the the Rohawks are, are on a roll right now, and they've got really good offensive line, and, and I think that – I think they pull the win off. I think it'll be close, though. I don't think it'll be, like, a blowout or anything. So you got Randolph, and I've got Industrial. Yeah. All right. And then uh, they'll take on the winner of Jordan Tudden, 11-0. Edna eight and two. Look, Jordanton uh, has outscored their opponents four hundred and eighty-four to one thirty-four. Yep. But they're taking on an Edna team with Jaden Clay at quarterback, 
Cade wrote us at uh, at running back. This Edna uh, defense situationally has been really good yeah. all year. Um, give me Edna in this one to beat the pretty 11-0 record. But I do think this could be close. I got Jordan. I got the Indians in this. Yeah, I, okay. I, think, I think they're – I, I think the next round that even I'm if sticking with my Edna pick, I, I have no problem with that. I, I, I look, do say I, this. I picked Edna to make it to the semifinals. I'm rolling with that. I, I'll say this. I, the winner of this game wins the region in my opinion. Well, I don't know. Cause I don't think uh, UC Randolph industrial next round would be like a shoe in. Oh no, I don't think it's a shoe. in I'm just saying, I think whoever wins this game wins the region. I, I okay. think this is one of those. Sometimes you get that in that second round and you, mm-hmm. you look back and you go, Oh, that was whoever went. I, I think this is a one possession game. I just think the Indians and hey, it's classic Cowboys and Indians. Uh, Goliad nine and two versus Hondo 10 and one Friday Marion's veteran stadium. I'll take Goliad in this one. <coughs> Give me. Mm. Hondo now to me Hondo is has the pretty record and and you know but they don't have what I would call a real defining win. Um, give me Goliad. Goliad does have a defining win against Edna. Yeah, they do, and I, I think Goliad is just more athletic. All right, they'll take on the winner of uh, Corpus Christi, London, and Blanco being played over at Hero Stadium, nice stadium over in uh, San Antonio. Give me Blanco on this one. Yeah, give me Blanco in this one as well. All right, that is Class 3A, Division One. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to do it all again for Class 3A, Division Two, right here on Sideline to Sideline, the 3A Area Round Show on L4 Media. Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that that Sideline to Sideline sent you. We want to thank some of our sponsors, including Small Town Society, located right there in Franklin at the Messiness Studios. You can also find them online at shopsmalltownsociety.com for all your game day gear. If you're a Franklin fan, uh, holiday gear, they have great female holiday shirts. They have Texas shirts. They have inspirational shirts. They have great, great sales and deals. So check them out, shopsmalltownsociety.com. They are also title sponsor of the Franklin Football Show, Uh, that you can hear each and every week right here, as long as Franklin keeps playing, which we all think they'll play for a while, uh, right here on S2S Sport. They're also going to be a big part of our state championship stuff. Uh, We'll be talking a little bit more about that when we come back out of this break and then also over the next few weeks. I also want to thank one of our new ones, Everidge Farms. You can find them online at everagefarms.com. Man, if you like steak and beef and more beef and more steak, throw in some meat. With that steak, if you just want a steak on top of meat, Average Farms is where to go. Uh, they have multiple boxes, like their West Texas box. That's two dry-aged sirloin steaks, two thick-cut New York steaks, two stew, mu- stew meats. Uh, they also have five pounds of dry-aged ground beef, three to five pounds of dry-aged chuck roast, all in one box for a great price of $155. They also have a farmer special, a grill master box. They have a ground beef stock up, which is basically either 20 pounds of ground beef or 10 pounds of ground beef. Uh, they have it all. Just go to their website, averagefarms.com. And this is all done on the farm. Uh, th- th- this is birth to harvest right there on their farm. It's a family. They've been friends with Brett Lee forever. And, and they have it all there. And you can even buy 
just individual stuff like the bone-in prime rib for 100 bucks, a full brisket, ribeye steak, New York strip steak, all of that. So check them out, averagefarms.com. You can also find them on Facebook at Average Farms. Also, I want to thank jetboatsoftexas.com. You can find them online at, well, jetboatsoftexas.com. And now they build the boats from the ground up. As you can tell, uh, we love to have sponsors. You know, they're small businesses, but we like it when they're doing all their stuff there for you and they can custom build because that's what makes Texans happy. They don't want to buy cookie cutter boats. They want to have their own boat whether it be a bass boat, a fishing boat, a ski boat. They want it to be jets. They want it to be fast, and they want to be able to say it's, you know, a one-of-a-kind. Go check out their gallery at Jet Boats of Texas. Again, they're going to be big sponsor of our state championship stuff. Uh, and you can even go to the boat, boat builder, and you basically put everything together and get an idea price-wise before you even talk to anybody. And I love websites that do that, where you can have an idea and you don't have to talk to somebody and, and answer 42 questions. You can all do it right there, and then you can get down to how you're going to pay for it and all that fun stuff. Hey, welcome back, buddy. Thanks, sir. Uh, anyway, that is Jet Boats of Texas. I was going to do another ad, but since you're here, Dude, let's get right into it, and let's go Class 3A Division 2. Give us that first game, because I actually got to go back and put that the, the, that section up. All right. Uh, let's see here. The area round of Region 1, 3A Division 2, is going to be 8-3 Crane versus 8-3 Lubbock-Roosevelt being played over in Big Spring on Friday. Uh, Crane, they average 47 points a game offensively. Uh, Lubbock Roosevelt, though, uh, their quarterback, Nate Cesarez, 865 yards rushing so far this year. Give me Lubbock Roosevelt. I think Roosevelt all around defensively and uh, offensively, maybe a little bit more athletic. And that's Crane gets that issue in round two, usually. That's right. why Crane. And, and Crane's defense yeah. kind of is better this year, but it's still not great. And I think Lubbock Roosevelt uh, is going to not name their score, but they'll win by one to two possessions. I yeah, think. I, I, I totally agree. There's a reason why that, you know, and Crane's a really solid football program, but there's a reason why they tend to be eight and three, eight and four. Right. They hit that second round and they just, you know, they, they end up having to play a, a more athletic team. Now, if Lubbock Roosevelt comes in there and they're putting the ball on the ground, and Crane is very yeah. able to beat them. Oh, yeah. I will say this. I would not have put either one of these in the third round at the early part of the year. So congratulations to both the teams for making that. Uh, same thing with Childress, maybe, but they got a tough one as they're taking on Wall, Wall nine and two versus Childress eight and three. This game's at Post Redman Memorial Stadium. I did, and the winner will take on the winner of Crane and Roosevelt. Yeah, that's right. Um, I happen to do what y'all, you and Kevin do. I went through uh, Post uh, a year and a half, two years, you know, a year and a half ago, and took uh -huh. pictures at the at the Redman Memorial Stadium. It's a nice stadium. Okay, cool. Um, I, I like Wall in this one. I like Wall too. And you look at Wall's two losses. Not bad losses at all. Uh, I think, you know, Childress has uh, been a lot better than they have been in the last few years. They've yep. been really good the last few years. Yeah, but yeah. I think uh, Childress really good this year. But I like Wall uh, to win this one. Um, I, go ahead. I was going to say, I do feel the winner of this one has a favorable run to yeah. that final. It feels like, like yeah. we talked about. Uh, Edna and Jordanton, it feels like whoever wins this game is playing in the region's uh, championship. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. And then Canadian 11 and 0, early 6 and 5. This play uh, being played over in Wolfert on Friday. Give me Canadian all day long. Yeah, give me Canadian. Early bounce back, really good after a tough start. But again, the, the draw. This is why when people try to tell me district champions don't matter anymore. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Where you see, especially in these regions, is the difference in being out in the second round or playing Canadian in the region final. You might still lose, but hey, at least you get two more weeks of football out of it. That's right. They'll take on the winner of Idaloo and Alpine. Idaloo seven and four. Alpine six and five. This is being played in Andrew on Friday. Uh, give me Idaloo in this one. Yeah, I know their records are nearly the same. And Alpine did get a good win over 2A Wink to, in, in the yeah. non-district. Uh, but I, I still feel that that's where they have them playing Crane twice. Um, I, I still feel that Idaloo is just a better team. And again, Idaloo is, it is a different draw. They might be making it to the region final. I, I think you can tell, though, at the end of the day, we all know who's well, going to end up winning this region. Yeah, it's... Uh, 
Canadian and Adelou in the third round. That's what I'm saying. If they had a better draw, oh, they, yeah, yeah, if yeah, they yeah, were yeah. at the top of the, like, like we said it last week, the top of this bracket is where you want to be. Because even Craner Roosevelt can feel that if they win this week, oh, we 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 have a chance to make the region final. Sure, sure. All right, let's go down to region two and one of the good games this week: Jacksboro eleven and zero versus Bells nine and one. Seven p.m. Friday at Denton's Collins Stadium, a great place to watch a game. Uh, I I. I have wondered at times this year how good this 11-0 Jacksboro team is. Um, I think they're really good. I, I think they are too. Um, but in, in saying that, Calisbury hung 40 on them and in a close game. I, I think as good as Jacksboro is. Oh, yeah, but Jacksboro still won that game. Yeah, but I mean, still though, you got if, if, if you gave up 40. Well, okay, well, you know, Gunner. Hung sixty four on bells. Okay, who's better, Kalisberg or Bell or Gunner? Oh, we all know Kalisberg. <laughs> I, no, I, I, I understand. Here's a good. I, ex- I know what you're well, saying. Well, I was about to say this though. Part two of that was Bells and Kalisberg played in non district, and it's a long time ago. But they they beat them forty nine to twenty two. Mm-hmm. We we do calibration games, but we don't we don't hold them to gold. But in saying that, I just think Bells is a this is a bad matchup for Jacksboro. I I I, I, I don't know, man. Look, I I understand. Look, Bells has you? <laughs> Easton Helgren at running back, Hayden Allen at running back. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if this Bells defense is going to be able to contain Lando Bell. Yeah, I do think this is a higher scoring game. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a Luke real good Sam's point. Sam's at running back, uh, Cameron Valenzuela or Cannon Valenzuela at, at receiver. I think Jacksboro will outscore Bells. I can um, see that 100%. I, I do think that Jacksboro might need to steal a possession or so, maybe, right? Yeah. With a turnover, something like that. But I think Jacksboro wins this game. There's a reason Jacksboro is 11 and 0. Because they cheat? No. Oh. Because they're good. Oh, okay. I guess so. No, that you're being right. said, I, I do agree. Bells is nine and one, pretty much almost undefeated if they didn't play a gunner. Well, you know, it, it's so funny how this region is because we all know about gunner, but right under gunner is holiday, and they can never get past gunner. And then mm-hmm. right under holiday is bells, and they can never get past holiday. But bells is still in my opinion third in the hierarchy of this of this region i think it's a close game i I think it's one of the better games i just think bells is slot t at the end of the day wears jacksboro down but i'm like you i do think this is a 48 to 42 you know 35 31 type of game i i think it's gonna be worth the price of admission going over to denton i 100 agree with that all right they'll take on the winner of holiday 10 and 1 and leonard six and five over in weatherford on friday Give me holiday, though. It's not going to be necessarily easy for uh, the Eagles. No, you know, I actually agree with that. And by the way, you can hear the uh, holiday show. We will record that uh, Thursday morning. Wait, this game's Friday, right? Uh, Yes. Yes. I have to make Uh sure because if it's Thursday, I have to do that show Wednesday. But we'll be doing it uh, Thursday. And the one thing, I mean, this is why they've struggled against Gunner is they struggle against really athletic teams. I think they're better prepared this year for that i don't think that leonard will beat them by any stretch but i do think this will be a game that you go in it when we're doing our scores around halftime and you go oh wow man leonard's hanging around Mm -hmm. but i think at the end of the day the one thing people aren't talking about with what holiday is doing now is he has married what he wants to do by spreading it out and then in the second half when need be go back to what frank johnson does and they're they're able to so far do that very well. Mm-hmm. Garrett Cox at quarterback has been amazing, but they can they can go 10 play 90 yards if they need to. Uh, so at the end of the day, I think Holiday ends up grinding them down. But I do, I'm like you. I'm glad you said that. That's a good pick, man. You're doing pretty good at this. Thank you, man. Speaking, Been here a while. So yeah, you know. you, you know, sometimes I lose you. And um, the playoff tree right here just inspires me. It, it, awesome. it does. It's I mean, awesome. all the helmets on there yeah i mean it's great i would love they want see a roy city helmet but well they're all cool. nfl i was just about to say i'd love to well, one day dumb we'll bring a roy city ornament and we'll put it up there i, I have a marsh one i just can't find it i don't think we have ornaments oh we'll city. see in big time programs you always have ornaments um speaking of a game wow. that the non uh football aficionado wow. like you are I think a lot of people look at this next game and assume Scurry Rosser 11 and 0 would beat Comanche 7 and 4 Friday 7 p.m. Burleson's Burleson Stadium. Mm-hmm. I like Comanche in this game. 
I was going back and forth. Oh, I have been too. I'm not. I say that confidently, but it's not. I'm full of crap. I don't. Comanche. They have two proven players from the last, at least last year. Comanche's running back uh, Sawyer Wilkerson, really good. Uh, Layden Welch, the quarterback, really good. Scurry Rosser. Let's go back and look. Let's re-examine this. They have outscored their opponents 461 to 125. Now, I know those opponents were probably a few lesser opponents, but still, 461 to 125. Yeah, you're right. Running back, Ralph Miller, Caden Bradshaw, a quarterback. Yeah. That's that's really good. Now, do I really trust in a dude named Ralph? (laughs) (laughs) That being said, there's a reason Scurry Rosser's 11 and 0. Yeah. I'm going Scurry Rosser. And I think it would actually be an upset, an 11 0 team beating a 7 and 4 team. But I'm going with Scurry on this one. All right. So here's my counter mm-hmm. Comanche is 7 and 4. Mm-hmm. They started out 3 and 0. Mm-hmm. Uh, they then hit a rough patch in who they played, but also of injuries. They lost to Toller, they lost to Albany. They lost to Millsap and Jacksboro. Now, Albany game, 31-13. That's not bad. Toller, a little bit out of hand, 41-18. That's when they got hit by injuries. But the Jacksboro game, they lost by eight points. Yeah. I think Jacksboro is better than Scurry Rosser. So I do, too. Transpropative and How about they lose to Millsap? Uh, 35-22. And that was... Millsap is... Yeah, Millsap got beat last week by Wichita City View. Yeah. Um, Millsap had a... Surprising season to to get to the playoffs. It's still Millsap. It's still Millsap. Uh, there's still there there's still a couple years away. I think that foundation is being laid. But no, that's right. That is a. But again, going back to Comanche was really beat up, and they're getting healthy. So yeah. we'll see. I just I'm going back against when we the last two years we've seen uh, Comanche in the playoffs uh, once against Bells and I can't holiday last year. Was it holiday yeah, cause one ho- year? Because that Comanche did kind of what, like Malakoff and all them said, they realized, they felt they realized after how holiday pushed them around that they had to be more physical. And I just, you know, they're up front. Yes. They didn't see all that. But, you know, Scurry Rosser, I have not seen in person yet. Yeah, so, I've only seen anything I've seen on film has been highlights. And highlights right, are great, you but you're only seeing the highlights. good. Yeah. Uh, so I think maybe assuming that Comanche's, not as good up front as, or they're about what they were last year up front. Yeah. I'm going to say Scurry Rosser. I, no I, I mean, there's a reason Scurry Rosser's undefeated, just like there's a reason that Jacksboro's undefeated. If you're 5 and 0, that's a lot different than if you're 11 and 0 in a playoff one. Yeah, that's, right. a, that's a really good point. All right. And again, we argue about Are a match. Do Coach X at all? Oh, crap. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's do this pick, and then okay. you catch up. All right, him. so we, uh, for all the talk about that game, the winner takes on Gunner eleven and zero versus Wichita Falls City uh, seven and four. City View, City View. I don't know why it's the city. Uh, Thursday at Denton Collins Stadium, seven p.m. Now I will say this: Wichita Falls City View has some athletes. Yeah, that's about as far as I can go. Gunner will thump them. They don't have near the athletes and the 11 for 11 ball players that Gunner has. Yeah, Gunner exactly. is so, I mean, I don't know. Gunner, Canadian, that's all I can say. Yeah, no, you, you're totally right on that. Listen. Uh, Why don't I get my own walk-up music? You do. No, I don't. I don't get my own. Like, give it to me, G. Give me, no, I want, give it to me, G. Well, you gotta, you gotta find, okay, so go find a rapper and ask him to write a song or a singer. Give it to me, G. Yeah, more, yeah, I'm like, I don't, that just sounds weird. All right, here's Coach Jack. Sorry, legitimately, this wasn't intentional. Oh, was it not? (coughs) Well, Coach, sorry. Well, Coach X worked really hard getting all his picks ready for the past week, and Comrade (laughs) Bennett decided that the people didn't need to hear some of my picks. Look here, Fidel. 
Mr. Jefferson, Adams, Washington, and Franklin all got together for the sole purpose of Sideline to Sideline podcast to allow freedom of speech to a certain coach who has a certain letter for a name that coaches in a certain town that shall remain nameless. When those men were writing that down, they didn't say Coach X will be able to be on the Sideline to Sideline podcast unless Grant and Larry start talking about restaurants and Halloween candy. Hey, and while I'm at it, I'm loving how we went from PG-ish format under the Lone Star Gridiron to the PG-16 format under Brett Lee. I like how I can now throw a damn dick and ass in there. Whoa. And Fidel, well, Fidel does not get all worried, even though he said the F word once. No, I didn't. Bang up job, Brett. Keep it up. Now, X going to give it to you? Maybe. All right. So let me go to... Go to the top. No, this is, no, no. I'm gonna. We'll just read on from here. This is perfect. Gunner versus uh, Wichita Falls City View. Is Gunner is Gunner is is Gunner playing a bank? I didn't even know they were allowed to have football teams. Are the high school players or is it men playing high school football? Bishop Sycamore tried that, but it didn't work out. But they did get an HBO show out of it, so that they have that going for them, and they have a schedule next year, by the way. I say that this is the week that I mean there is no way that we can't win if they are playing a bank. Most of the time, there are women working there too. So I got to pick, give me the Wichita Falls Credit Unions over the Tigers. He's saying he's confusing V <laughs> and U. Yeah. Okay. Just noting. He's noting just, that. Look, you know, when, when, so. Whenever we send our – well, for this one, we just tell him to make a pick and then pick out some teams to do a write-up. You know whenever he does Gunner, he does all the other picks early. And then Gunner, it has to be done late Monday night in the shower with a Jack Daniels bottle because he hates Gunner so much, but he cannot Why accept – in the shower? That's, I don't know, that's, he says that if you, you drink in the – he says if you drink in the shower, you're not an alcoholic. I don't know. It's his view. Did they really? That's what he says. I don't know if that's true. Write that down. All right, let's go to drink Region 3. The shower. West Rusk nine and alone, what? alone. Because I, I always heard drinking alone makes you an alcoholic, which kind of like to do that. <laughs> but now I'm always in the shower alone. Yeah, you right. You, you, you are you? Well, most times <laughs> Jeffrey comes in there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a little uncomfortable, sir. <laughs> West if Rusk. you knew the backstory of that, that that's unacceptable. All right, go ahead. West Crest 9-2 versus New Diana 8-2 Friday at Henderson Lions Stadium. Here's what Coach X has to say about this one. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> New Diana, oh, don't you cry for me. I come from New London with a football game to play. Is there an old Diana? I mean, there is a London, so it makes sense that there are new London. So is there a Diana? Is there a Zealand? Like, is there a whole country that is named New Zealand so that the, that would lead to one to believe that there was a Zealand somewhere else? Has to be, right? If there wasn't, then why do they call it New Zealand? Terry, question mark, give me the Raiders. I think because they came from an area of Zealand in Australia, if I remember correctly. Anyway, who do you have in this game? I want to fact check you. But I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. <laughs> I, I, that could be one of those YouTube. Give me that... West Russ, man. Uh, look, West Russ, uh, uh, running back Cole Jackson. Two running backs, Cole Jackson, Noah Murphy. Their uh, quarterback Xander Mason. Um, I, I just think they're going to be too much offensively for New Diana. So it's going to be West Russ taking on the winner of Hooks and Dangerfield. What do you think? You know, a few years ago when West Russ made that improbable run it was all offense this year it's been all defense mm -hmm. and saying that we talked about it last week how many times have we seen a team like west grusk that two years ago was supposed to be a favorite last year was supposed to be a favorite made good runs but ended up getting beat at least around earlier than we thought and then when you're ready to go okay they have a rebuild year this is when they all of a sudden pop through. Right. Now, they're still around off. They went 13 games a couple years ago. But I do think the, with the way this bracket is, I, I don't think New D, I, I think it would be a pretty big upset if New Diana won this game. Yeah, that, I, I think West Russ at least gets a third round. They're up against it. Oh, yeah, no matter who. Yeah, Hooks and Dangerfield uh, Friday over in Pittsburgh. I think Jimmy and I are going to this game over in Pittsburgh. Yeah, Jimmy, the, the official catfish cooker of the show yeah yeah so if you see us say hi flip us off whatever um hooks 10 and 0 dangefield 8 and 3 
Um, man, I I am so torn on yeah, this one. This is Daniel or uh, Hooks. You know they got you know Rip Birdwell at quarterback, Keyshawn Walls at running back, who seems to be pretty much unstoppable. Um, Jartavius Johnson at receiver, uh, Emmanuel Baird at receiver. I man, but then as athletic as Dangerfield is on the both sides of the ball, if Dangerfield shows up and plays clean, they're impossible to beat. Yeah. Right? Will they do that? You know, I, I thought that they were headed that way. I really, really did until they lost to Harmony. Now, I know Harmony's Harmony, but right. if I just kind of felt if you're going to be able to beat Hooks, you should be able to beat Harmony. You couldn't beat Harmony. It was a close game. I'm not saying it like that, but I, I just feel Hooks is the more complete football team. Right now, I'm taking Hooks because I think but don't Keyshawn be surprised. Walls, yeah, and don't be surprised at all. And I'm to be taking honest with Hooks you, uh, just because I, I think they can control the clock with uh, Birdwell handing the ball off to Keyshawn Walls. Yeah. Right? And, and this Hooks defense uh, at times <laughs> has played really, really Sorry. well. Sometimes just stop-down defense. You know, I think if you're going to hit Hooks, it's going to be over the top kind of like Winsboro did a little bit in Which the first. Dangerfield can do. Yeah, they can. They can. I mean, they're more athletic than even Winsboro was when you're looking at the edges, right? I agree. I'm, it, but this is, I still like Hooks being able to control the football game and control the pace, and that's the thing. Controlling that's a the good pace. point right there. When you're a, a team like Dangerfield at, at times that kind of gets in their own heads, if you can control the pace. Get them frustrated. Yeah, you control the game. Yeah, right. And I think Hooks will do that. I, I'll say this: I, I still think Hooks wins, but if there's a blowout, it'll be Dangerfield. Oh yeah, yeah. This is a weird one. Yeah, Either this way, is one of those right? weird games where even it's kind of uh, <laughs> it's kind of like Texas OU. Yeah, if yeah. Texas wins, it's gonna be close. If OU wins, they're gonna kick our ass. Except for like this right? year, but yeah, you're 100 percent right. And that's a great comparison. Yeah, and, and that's how I feel. I, I still think Hooks is the more complete team, but I this is one of the most uneasy picks for me going mm -hmm. in. Uh, Harmony nine and two versus ARP eight and three Friday, Howlsville Bobcat Stadium. I, well, ARP not as bad as what a lot of people were thinking they were three years ago. How bad they were! Oh man, and yeah, they, it's now, been a while. All it's, of a sudden, they're in the second round. They they're up against against Boston Seahorn and Harmony, uh, who's what nine and two. Yeah, right. Um, I like Harmony, but man, ARP is one of the, they're that Texas Tech type of team that it's going to stick their stick in your spoke. Yeah, and I think I'm going Harmony, but I, again, I'm another one I don't too. feel comfortable either. I don't It's either. so funny. When ARP lost to Troop a few weeks ago, I would have never thought Troop was going to get beat by New Boston, and then ARP would still be alive in the playoffs. And the way New Boston beat Troop. Yeah, it wasn't like it was a like one Jimmy point. Jimmy told me. He, he texted me and said, New Boston beat the Sox off of Troop. Yeah, makes you wonder. All these games right here, outside of West, well, no, all of them, we're not really sure, right? Newton, New Boston, I can, I can, I'm, I can pick Newton with certainty. Newton, one of the best teams in three A Division two, yeah, right. I can pick Newton over New Boston. They'll take on the winner of Harmony and Art, but between the other three games in this region, are a toss up. Or we're just not real sure. You know what that means? That means that's a very tough region. Yeah, and I don't know. It's a region of doom. Yeah, it's a region of doom. And I'm like, you you know, New Boston, great win. But Troop just. Troop's, well, Newton's on a different level. Well, and we and we see a Troop every year. It starts out hot. They feel like they're the hot well, pick. Because you know, offensively, yeah. they're great, but their defense lacks. You don't see that defensive deficiency until it gets the nut cutting time yep. and then you see it yep, exactly and so good on new boston unfortunately you've got a tough one in newton all right let's go to region yeah. four to finish up this show rogers eight and three versus comfort six and five this is friday at buddha shelton stadium give me rogers yeah good to see comfort back in the second round yeah definitely uh, uh rogers with two really good running backs and bryce watson and abraham uh abraham uh hernandez they can run the ball down your throat at times. Uh, I don't know that uh, Comfort defensively is ready for that. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. So we both have them. A coach that's X, slot T, I believe. Yes, Rogers Eagles. Yes, uh, run. Um, coach X has the next one. So let me read that: Tidehaven versus Dilly, ten and zero, eight and two. 
Friday at Corpus Christi's Warriors Stadium. Coach X says, man, it's been a long time since Dilly has been on the show and they have been missed. People from Dilly have been emailing me, hitting me up on Twitter saying, why don't we talk about them anymore? We are proud does and we deserve to be mentioned. Bud Light even made a, oh God, Bud Light even made a whole marketing campaign about our town, even though we don't talk about that anymore. But come on, Dilly Dilly. Coach X has <laughs> convinced many first-year coaches that the mascot of the Dillies are the does. They Dilly does. They always get the job done. But I think Ty Haven might break it off this week. Tigers win. I agree with him. Okay, you know how I know that Coach X is lying here? That the Dilly fans are emailing him because they have no internet. Well, that oh. and also that I went to school, high school, oh, that's with right. the head coach of that's right. Dilly, David Silva, Servanda. It's actually Servando. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Silva was. The I last guess one. he is going proper now, David. But it was Servando <laughs> Silva. Oh, oh, and okay. he has not once reached out to me. So, oh, you were telling me last week after five years that you feeling. game plan. You were like, I game plan everything the Wolves do. <laughs> wow, man, no, I feel like to. No, so Servando, I know you're not listening because you haven't reached out. And they have no me. internet down there. No, they do. Sure. It's not too far out of San Antonio. Where do you think it is? I know where it's at. Morris or just, something? <laughs> Even in Matamoris, they have internet. AOL discs don't count. Okay. There's anyway, nice, I do nice think Tidehaven ten and zero beats yeah. Dilly eight and two. Uh, remember this: this Tidehaven defense has only given up twenty points all year. Yeah, and let's let's also and I say the defense actually the whole team has given up twenty <laughs> points. It, it one of those has probably come from like a special teams thing. So Tidehaven has probably defensively given up less than 20 points. Yeah, I mean, you know, this was a team that took Pope to the mat last year, and they're better this year. Yeah. Um, they, they returned a bunch. It was seven on offense, nine on defense. And we talked about them, at, you know, in the non-district uh, when they – I think it was Goliad, and they, I mean, we talked about how good Goliad is. And Odom, both of them, two-round teams, and they shut them both out at the beginning of the year. Um, and then we kind of put them on the back burner because 14 3A outside of them and East Bernard was kind of, eh, you know, bowling proved that by getting beaten the first round. I guess I don't know why we didn't go down and see Tidehaven in the regular season. I just, they, I, I think the one game was East Bernard. I think that was one of the ones that I can't remember who we went, but it was just, it was a better game. I mean, nothing against them, but it was just a better game. And that happens. Yeah. And that, but well, we were just, again, talking about our Thanksgiving stuff. If they get through this one and it's them and Rogers, that might be one of those games that we're seeing next week. All right. Uh, here's a good one. Uh, both 10 and one versus East Bernard, eight and three, Ooh. 7 PM at a great place. Friday at Pfluger field. the field. One of the best, nicest people. They are awesome to you when you're up in the booth. They're I awesome think Pflugerville, uh, they're not getting as many playoff games as they have gotten in the last two years, but they still getting one or two. But I think Pflugerville the field is going to be what Pennington field was well, and, back in the nineties. And I remember last it's year, it's going to be ground zero for playoff football. And, and I remember last year when we were talking to them, they said that there's picks up after at three at round three, mm-hmm. the region semifinals and the region finals is where they get we a lot saw of a couple of great first and second round, first games and second round games. Yeah. They absolutely but love that. Both in East Bernard. <laughs> Give the, me both, but it ain't easy. Give me East Bernard. Okay. The, they, they've changed that. their offense up a little bit. They, they, you know, some teams when they have that first bad year and, and we know it was really bad last year, the one year we did an East Bernard show and they go, what, one and nine, two and eight. Yeah. But with a hellacious schedule. Yeah. They played three and seven. They played a hellacious schedule. And this year they played it and they started out. You're thinking, okay, here we go. They lose to Edna. They lose to, to Hitchcock, but then they beat Ganado, Shiner, Lost to tight Aven 15 to seven. That was a one possession game all throughout yeah. since then. Uh, they have been on a roll uh, and, and they did lose. Wait, what? Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. They have somebody put the score. They lost the post 69 to nothing like that's That would be mean. Quit messing with the apps people. Uh, I just think that this, this is an upset. Poth has not been quite as good as they were last year. They've still been. No, good. they're they're. I don't think they're, as good as they were last and year. I mean, that was a team that made the good. state championship game. That's I why. Know, and Jeff right. Luna has them back. And, I, I, you know, this is going to be a, a really tough game. But when you look at it, you know, we talked about they beat Dilly 10 to 7. 
Uh, that's just a, that, that scared me. They lost a Blanco. That was their only loss on the year. Yeah, just give me East Bernard. I think it's going to be close, but I, I like East Bernard in this one. And I like both. All right, and they're going to take on the winner of Odom and Lexton. Odom, 8-2. and two. Lexton, I believe, 8-3. and three. This is over in Yoakum on Friday. Uh, Odom, really good quarterback. And Josh uh, Cherva, around 2,100 yards passing. The thing is, Lexton has a, what, sophomore quarterback in Case Evans that has about 2,400 yards passing. Yeah. He's got three really good receivers in Mason Beal, uh, Weston Bayer, and Odin Rodas. I... It's all going to come down to defense in this game, right? Yeah. Whose defense is better? Well, Lesson has given up points. Odom has, I think, fared a little better on but, the points. But who have they played? But who have they played? Yeah, that's compared the big to Lexton. Give me Lexton. I think it's going to be Lexton and Poth in the next round. You think it's going to be? Uh, well, I want to go back to real quick. Last okay. year. Odom came off of 11 and one season, had mm-hmm. everybody back on offense, nobody back on defense, and they proceeded to go one and nine. But in that one and nine, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games were one possession games. Five of those games were lost in the last minute. Wow. So they rebounded this year, only having two on offense, but seven on defense, and they have played better defense. But I agree with you. Their better defenses have been against the Hebronvilles, the Banquettis, the Natilias, while, you know, Lexington has been playing Troy and Rockdale, losing them, but playing them tough. I just think that Lexington's a, a little bit better football. Not little. I think it's probably a 14 to 20 point. I do, too. I think Lexington is now starting to stretch their legs yes. and fill their oats. But congrats. Like they to- had those three losses, and everybody was kind of writing them off. Yes. Right? And now... Here comes Case Evans in this uh, Lexton Eagle team. And all of a sudden, maybe they are one of those teams that can make it to the region finals against the Todd Haven, right? Yes, I, I really kind of feel that's where we're going. And, and it's a very young team, too. Yes, oh, good point on that. And again, that that losing to Troy and Rockdale the way they did early in the season, to me, kind of set the table. All right. That's going to do it for the three show. Man, these shows are flying by. I mean, they're about an hour, but it feels like they're flying by tonight. Want to remind everybody that you can find us on Facebook, Sideline to Sideline, on Twitter, at Grant and Terry. Email us, Grant and Terry at S2Sport.com. Thank our sponsors, SI Design and Printing, Small Town Society, Jet Boats of Texas and Everage Farms. We'll be having so much about all of them here in the next few weeks. Again, our state championship week, we're going to do our pregame and stuff like we always have done. Uh, we're going to have the crew helping out with that, but we're also going to be doing some live watch parties. That's where we all watch the game together, and we film us on this side as we do it, taking questions from all the listeners and all that fun stuff. But that's a few weeks away. Be safe in your travels. Hope your team wins. Either way, let's meet back next week and talk round three and turkey football right here on Sideline to Sideline, the 3 edition. Brought to you by SI Design and Printing on L4 Media. Stone, buying a little pistol, 